The Red Cornish Ranger presents Nerds Through Comics. Star Trek The Next Generation Doctor Who Assimilation Squared. Chapter 8 There's a lot of them, Mr. Worf, said Rory as they stood outside the cyberships engineering. I know. Our goal is to sabotage the engines. We need to slow down or stop this ship, no matter what it takes. So now what do we do? We need to get in there in sufficient numbers to do significant damage. When I give the word, the four of us rush in. Focus your fire on the primary control circuitry around the main drive. As soon as the engines stop and we drop out of warp, back off and we'll retreat and fight them back here, along with this narrow corridor. We'll have better positioning. Wolf turned to Rory and Amy. You two will need to provide covering fire for the rest of us. Keep out of their line of sight and shoot as many Cybermen as you can. Keep them from targeting us while we do what we need to. Alright. We're not trained marksmen, but we'll do our best. You'll do fine. Lieutenant, you realize that with all the weapons fire in the engine room, we could hit the wrong thing and blow this whole ship up very easily. Yes, I have considered this. That outcome would still achieve our ultimate goal. Today is a good day to die. Alright then, I never much cared for it myself. Get ready. Now! Wolf and the security team charged as Rory and Amy get cover fire. Keep firing. Emergency. Stop the intruders. No! One of the guards screamed as two Cybermen grabbed two of the security guards and blasted them. <laughs> Wolf screamed, firing his phaser and hitting a console, causing the engines to stop. Come quickly, we should join up with the captain now. Worf said, grabbing Amy and Rory. What about the others? Evacuate. There's no helping them now. Find the intruders. Near the bridge, Data, Captain Picard, and the Doctor looked in horror at the mass of Cybermen. Look at all these Cybermen, enhanced with bomb technology. I see you can be sure they are planning all sorts of mischief. The more pressing problem, Doctor, is they are between us and the ship's bridge. Where will we find the cyber controller? We'd be hard pressed to fight our way through that mob. Data, are there any alternative routes? Captain, warning. Something's happening. Danger. The Cybermen advanced on them and grabbed the card data. You are the Time Lord. We will take you to the cyber controller. Don't make me use this, said the doctor as he pulled out his sonic screwdriver. 
you are behind the sabotage of our vessel. Punishment will be swift. Prepare yourself to be upgraded. This Borg will be decommissioned and recycled along with the rest of his inferior collective. Curious, this unit does not seem in need of a cyber upgrade. The Cybermen said as they examined data. Bring him to the cyber controller for interrogation. Doctor, if you have any tricks up your sleeve, now would be the time. I was rather hoping for a surprise from you, Captain. Just then, a gold mist entered the cyber ship. Alert, we are under attack. Ah, a surprise from outside. That'll work fine as well. I think it's the Enterprise. Outside the Enterprise, attacked the cyber ship with a gold mist. Captain, we've given that ship a thorough dose of the gold-infused particle beam that we devised. It should have permitted every open space in that hole with a fine gold mist. And according to plan, we're going to need a hasty retreat because the rest of the cyber fleet is closing in fast and they don't look very happy to see us. You have no idea just how timely your arrival was, number one. Yes, by all means, get the Enterprise out of there. You had this coming, you know? Your chief engineer is quite useful, Captain. He came through just in time with that gold beam. He would make an interesting companion. Don't even think about it. I must admit, though, the golden beam worked out even better than you led me to believe. It certainly was effective, but remember, at times these Cybermen have strengthened their shields and built up a resistance to gold. We may not be so lucky with the Cyber Controller. They reached the door to the bridge. And speak of the devil, I think we're about to meet him. They entered to the bridge where sat the Cyber Controller. That's him, alright. You may as well come in, Doctor. Your arrival was no surprise. You Cybermen never change. Some old elaborate plan that never quite works out. The arrogance of the Time Lords. Once again, you have made things difficult for us. But your sabotage won't stop us. We have devoted enormous resources to this mission. Once we discovered the bulb, we spared no effort or expense crossing time and dimension in an effort to win them over and ultimately betray them. When we were ready, we struck deep into their consciousness and removed their will to resist us. I know the one random element in my plan was you, Time Lord. I did everything I could to keep you in the dark. You nearly succeeded, but I figured it out, just as I always do. Once we have finished cyber-converting the ball and this entire universe, we are going back. We're going to enslave your universe as well. I don't think so. Your ship's already disabled. Our countless defeats at your hands are finally over. There's nothing you can do this time. You've walked right into my hands. I will do what my predecessors could not. I will put an end to you, and the Cybermen will never be troubled by the Doctor again. The Cyber Controller began to disconnect from the Borg alcove and stand up. Doctor? Hold steady, Captain. You're petty mischief with the gold 
may have slowed my drones, but it has little effect on me. I will crush your soft throats and build the new Cyber Empire atop your bones. Behind them, more Cybermen entered the bridge. This is your last chance. Surrender now. Die, Time Lord. Hey, listeners. I'm glad you're enjoying what you're listening to. I'm Billy from Zero Hero Podcast. I'll always be joined by Jim. And me and him are the focus goal of podcasting. If you definitely like jumping down rabbit holes from week to week of anything that ranging from the old school Power Rangers 90s-esque nostalgia, or we could even be talking about moon landings. So, I know you're interested. So definitely after the show, come check us out. Zeo to Hero Podcast. Back to action! The Cyber Controller lunged at the Doctor, who moved just in time. Whoa! Now, Data! Shouted Picard as he fired on two of the Cybermen. Data in the Borg drone pushed the Cyber Controller back into his chair and held him down. Release me! I will kill the Time Lord! I will kill you all! I really don't think you will. Now hold still. This may sting a little. The Doctor removed the center of the chest plate. No! then began to plug the cyber controller into the Borg drone. You were most adaptly named, my friend. You will serve as the conduit through which we restored the Borg exclusive protocols. The vital information confirmed by your Borg circuitry will flow through you into the cyber controller and outward through the Cybermen's own network to all the cyber-controlled Borg drone ships and facility. One more minute. And... The collective is restored. What was that? This vessel and all Cyberman vessels linked through the Cyberweb have been set to self-destruct. The Cyberman must not be allowed to further threaten the ball. What? You can't. That's genocide. How long, Conduit? Full program execution in 285 seconds. Worf, this ship is going to self-destruct. Meet us back at the TARDIS immediately. You have less than five minutes. Both away teams ran for the TARDIS. Data! It will be extremely close, sir. Said Data as they reached the TARDIS, Worf, Rory, and Amy joined them a second later. The Doctor snapped his fingers and the swung open. Quickly! Quickly! They all got in and materialized just as the cyber fleet exploded. I'll not grieve, Doctor. You saw the worlds they ravaged. Yes, I know, but what's this? As the Doctor turned to see the Borg drone assimilating the TARDIS console. Resistance is futile. All will be assimilated. No, you can't. How can this be? I thought he had removed his ability to assimilate. His ability to assimilate organics, Captain. This looks to be strictly medical interface. Our arrangement is at an end, Time Lord. The Borg Collective must have this technology. With it all, time periods can be assimilated, and Borg will extend to all worlds, all times. All that is, will be, and always have been, Borg. Data attempted to pull the Borg drone off the console. Resistance is futile. The Borg grabbed Data by the neck, and as he did this, a strange caught energy moved from the Tortoise console. 
to Data. Fascinating, said Data as his eyes glowed with the TARDIS energy. Data, Doctor, what's happening? My ship is alive, Captain, and it's retreated from the Borg assimilation into the one place it can. Commander Data, I only hope he can contain it. We cannot allow this. In one movement, Data ripped the Borg's arm off, the console, and the Borg. Behind all this, Worf and Rory looked at each other and nodded. Williams, now! Worf shouted as he charged at the Borg while Rory ran to the door. Worf picked the drone up. Do it! As Rory opened the door. Go! Worf threw the Borg drone out the door and Rory slammed them shut, leaving the Borg drone floating in the time vortex. Are you alright, Mr. Data? Yes, Captain. The TARDIS's energy has retreated to its home within the ship. It was remarkable. Not to worry, Captain. Only minor damage to the old gale. I'll have us rendezvousing with the Enterprise in no time. Make it so, Doctor. Back on the Enterprise, Commander Riker was looking at a picture of his friend Marcus Bertrand and him. Happier times. It was a long time ago, and I don't understand. He was a strong, fiercely independent man. I thought he might be able to free himself from the Collective. I never expected that he would go so far as to betray us to the Borg like that. It doesn't take long before your entire personality, your very essence, is tied directly into the will of the Collective. My only consolation is that whatever was left of Bertrand did help us defeat the Cybermen. I'd like to think that there was at least part of him left that allowed him some satisfaction in helping us. I think he would like you to remember that part of him. Commander, we should probably be on our way. Doctor, I have a question. Once you depart, will all traces of your universe's incursion remain? The Doctor paused at the door to tend forward and looked back at Commander Riker. Ah, excellent question, Commander. I'd say my definite answer is a firm yes. And no, with the total destruction of the Cybermen from this universe, all the changes made to your history in their wake have probably already unwinded themselves. I'd wager a look at your computer banks will find no sign of my previous encounter with your predecessors. However, the things we ourselves have experienced, those memories, uh, those are ours to keep, for good and ill. Captain Picard and Commander Riker accompanied the Doctor, Amy and Rory down to the holodeck where the TARDIS was parked. Thank you for your assistance, Doctor, Mr. and Mrs. Williams. Although I hope you won't be offended if I say I hope our paths don't cross again. Nevertheless, I'm glad that circumstances arranged for us to meet. On that, Captain, we can heartily agree. Bye said Amy, waving at Captain Picard, who waved back with a small smile while Commander Riker smirked at his captain. And with that, the TARDIS dematerialized.
So, Doctor, you really think we'll have no problem getting home? Absolutely none, Rory, my boy. This universe wants us gone just as ours wants us back. It'll be smooth sailing. I just hope. Just hope what? I just hope we haven't left anything behind. Across the galaxy, the Borg were awakening. Our consciousness has been restored. Query, how was this achieved? The Time Lord and Locutus succeeded in defeating those who attempted to assimilate us. Conclusion, with our enemy destroyed, the Time Lord and humanity are once again ripe for assimilation. Query, how is the Time Lord to be assimilated? Resolution, the Borg must investigate and master time travel. Hi everyone, it's Mark the Red Cornish Ranger. Before we finish this episode, I just want to thank everyone who has listened to the full set of episodes over the past few months. I hope you've enjoyed them. I also want to thank the cast of Nerds Through Comics who have done the voices for all the Star Trek Doctor Who crossover episodes. They are Ben, the Baker Ranger, who was the narrator for the episodes, and Lieutenant Worf. There's Cosplay Wife 637, who played Amy Pond and Dr. Crusher. There's Cosplay Dude 637, who played Rory and other roles. Good V Gaming, or The Lord Zed, as he is on TikTok, played Captain Picard. A Crown 39 played Commander Riker. Ty Tiger from Tiger Tales on YouTube played Lieutenant Geordie LaForge. Ghost Galaxy Cosplay played Commander Data. We also had V Avatar Clash who played Whoopi Goldberg character of Guinan. We had Foxy Who who played Counselor Deanna Troy. And Valera Midnight who played some extra roles for me in these episodes. Thank you for all you did and we had a wonderful time doing it. Stay tuned to the end of the episode after the credits for a special announcement.
In a world, two groups of teens will clash and face off against evil. One group trained in the ninja arts, the other has the power of the grid. Get ready for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, coming to Nerds Through Comics.